Welcome, Welcome to, to Minority, Minority Corner. Corner. With Aneke. And James. Learn, laugh, play. It's like Blue's Clues. Only it's more black, gay. And a lady like. Where my girl's at? From the front to back. And is she feeling that? Uh, get your hands up. Uh, and the gays are there yeah. too. Where they at? Uh, where they at? Where they at? Where they, where, where they at? Where, where they, are they where, at? Where are they? Oh, here they are. Oh, they're right here? Close call. Okay. Okay. This week on Minority Corner... What you got, lady? I made up my own fucking listicle for once. I am not taking it from anybody else. This came from my brainchild and experiences and inspiration. Oh my god. I made up a list, ten ways that you can combat casual racism. Oh my god, I have such a, I also love that you gave me a sassy eye just now that everybody can't see. And Neke's got her game face on. 2017, better watch the fuck out. Better watch the fuck out. She's got We're her own list. This shit. She's got to combat it. She's got her, I can't wait to hear. I feel so. Yeah, it's going to be good. I feel You're already doing a lot of it, but you'll help oh, me with. Okay. Well, and oh, and we haven't asked Minority Corner anything this week, too. Get ready. Ooh, we do. So, so y- y'all asked us something, and we've got things to say. We got answers. <laughs> you might not like them, but we have them. <laughs> well, shall well, we get to it? Let's get into it. gave you kind of a jazzy count in that go around, huh? Yeah, and then you were like, go. And I was like, ah! And I had to like... <laughs> a one, two, three, go. Because we're in the we're in the new year. It is the new year yes. of jazz. I feel I like, like that. it's, we're it's a jazzy it. year. Yeah, we're just going to kind of go with the flow. I'm going to give you a little a twinkle and a bob. And you might I give like me a, a little... I like a twinkle and a bob. That's good. And you might give me a little shimmy and a shot. A I bit like about a shimmy and a, oh, okay, yes. Ooh, you know what today is? Your birthday. Happy birthday. No, it's not. Today oh, okay. is January 20th when we're releasing this. Oh, happy inauguration day. Good luck, everybody. Take care of yourself. Be Don't watch it. Watch something else fun and exciting. You, you know, it's really interesting because I have been, because again, as we ended last year, I mm-hmm. was all about refocusing and reframing on self-care, self-community, and just yes. things that you, your immediate circles of influence, right? And so yeah, weeding out the bullshit. And so it's like weird because like I don't even really think about that ogre man yeah. that much. <laughs> like I don't, <laughs> I don't really think about him. He just kind of really doesn't exist uh, for me. But I'll tell you this: the minute I got off the plane and I was in immigration, yeah. the CNN news was on, and all they were talking about was yeah. ogre. Orange ogre this, orange ogre that. And it's like, I literally, I looked at the girl next to me at immigration. I'm like, and we're back. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you're going to help us fight it. I might actually be going to the ladies march that's happening the day after. So you're, are you going? I think so. A friend of mine, oh, nice. uh, he's driving up there the that, like early that morning of. Um, I could also maybe yeah. just stay with my cousin who lives there, but I'm a little nervous oh, nice. about staying there with my cousin. It's supposed to be one of the biggest anti political or like um political um 
protest marches in Washington. Yeah. In a, since like the civil rights movement, which is exciting. I love that people are still it's sort so of exciting. fired up and 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 feeling yes. motivated to to get out there and challenge ogre yeah. ogreism. Um, I have two <laughs> ogreism. <laughs> I have two friends that are flying from California to damn to Washington D.C. to be a part of the march. So that is awesome. And there's also a lot of. Um, marches throughout the United States. I know that there's one in San Francisco, there's one in Oakland. My college that I work at is actually busing students to the one in Oakland. So I, I have to applaud them for that. There's a lot of activism. If you can't make it to Washington, D.C., then... Go, go, there's one in your name. There's one nearby. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I hope everybody got for Christmas, Hanukkah, and or Kwanzaa. Actually, I'm going to say that in a different order. For Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, or Christmas. There you go. Reorder that shit. <laughs> I'm like, why am I putting that last? Uh-uh. It's the first one mm-hmm. of the holiday season. I hope you got some boots, because you're going to be doing a lot of marching this year. So yes. get your marching boots. You need to boots. get some good get, insoles. I was going to say that. Get some insoles. Get some gels. <laughs> Are you gelling? Because we've got... You need to be gelling. Because we're going to be walking 20, a lot. 2017 is the year to be gelling. <laughs> that is the year. Um, and you've got... We, we've got... You've got your music playlist, because we already put out a playlist. Mm-hmm. So you got that. Listen to some music. And then also, don't don't overwhelm yourself with negativity. You can still be an activist. You can Ooh. still protest, but Ooh. be positive. Funny that Enjoy you should, yourself. Don't destroy yourself. Funny that you should say that because I think it also comes into the 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 uh, the sub- things that we ingest, so like the like uh, yeah. media and so that we take in. Because I don't know if you saw this, but I saw this on Netflix. Uh, Paul and I were in our little English cabin by the ocean. Uh, it was oh, beautiful too. Not also, romantic you, at all. No, we are just exes. There's not nothing happening. Listen, listen to you. Always Although, trying to do a little side story with the story. Can I tell you? <laughs> I was interrog like, can I tell you that this is my second time going to go see Paul and spend it with my ex Paul from like seven, eight years ago. Uh, your in, friend. In England. He's my but he's my ex. Can I tell you when I went through immigration, do you know yeah. so, so they asked you, they're like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I'm gonna go see my ex. They're like You oh. literally this is the time that you're supposed to dumb it down. For these guys, they don't care. You go, I'm oh, going to see a friend. No. No, they di- they dived in. And I'll tell you this, they do this every yeah. year to me. Cause they're like, oh really? Your ex, you guys still get along? I'm like, yeah. And you're going to spend the holidays with with him? Yeah. And his family? Hmm. Oh, how do you feel about that? And I, they're like, they're like, wow, you're really friends with a, a lot of your exes. I'm like, well, not all of my exes. And they're like, James. oh, really? How many exes do you have? And there's like literally. What? See, this is torture for me. <laughs> this is how you and I are different. If I had to talk to somebody I didn't know that long about something like that, I would like push my head into a wall i am like i will lie to get something (laughs) like something i will lie boring like if i'm gonna go do something exciting just so i don't have to talk to people i'll be like i'm gonna go see my accountant (laughs) i'm don't talk to me i am an open i am an open book i am honest (laughs) last thing i want to do is lie to immigration they know everything so i'm like i need to be truthful and honest and you know what he said to me too truthful you know what he said to me at the end because he was like how many x's do you have i'm like 
a few. And he's like, are you friends with all of them? Not all of them. And then he was like, do you have commitment issues? And it started. Get this guy out of your business. <laughs> but you know what? They're probably just so bored because people tell them they're going to go yes. visit their accountants. And then something juicy comes in. But Haneke, this happens every year because I always tell them I'm going to go spend Christmas with my ex. See, and I they don't start, provide they for the start masses. Digging I provide in. for myself and my friends. <laughs> so, I, so Paul and I were watching, uh, we watched the OA on Netflix. Did you see it? Yeah, you said it was good. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't want to give too much away. Like I, I was really inspired. I watched the OA. We, the night I finished the OA, I also watched the Sense Eight Christmas special, and mm. I was, wa- you know, there's a lot of like you know mixed feelings about like the OA, and I think that I understand why. Um, mm. I don't want to give too much away, but I feel like when I watched the OA, I was sort of, I was really moved. There was like a sense of like, uh, a, a, a beauty and connectedness. And I feel like mm-hmm. so many TV shows that I'm used to watching are actually really rooted in negativity and it's death true. A lot and of destruction. Mark, conflict. Yeah. Conflict so it's starts like, the plot. Or even just like, but not even that. It's just sort of like, like even just our heroes, right? Like you think about mm. like, you know, Walter White, what show was he on? Oh. Breaking Bad. Yeah, the um, anti heroes. Anti-hero, even Viola even Davis, Viola on Davis. Had, a, had a it's it's had to get away with murder. And it's like if you think about this, it's like and even like you know, I the Walking Dead and Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. like bad shit's always happening, and the the heroes right. are, are are never winning. And it's like when did we get so cynical as a society right. of like, of course, all this terrible shit is happening because that's all we know is negativity, and that's like the right. lens that we're really viewing things in. And so it's interesting because I've seen people like. You know, and I, I don't want to put judgments out there because I don't I don't know, you know, what your I feel like one of my friends who had a very negative sort of like, what the fuck was this? I find that they're a very sort of negative person, I felt. And, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> and I felt like they just weren't open to the the beautifulness that the story mm. is a really beautiful story. And I feel like, you know, we're, we're, we're in Sense8 Christmas special as well. We're all so much more connected than we think, you know. Mm. That mm-hmm. that fear that you have that you're not good enough or that you don't have enough money or that you're you're or you're worried about are you going to get fired or uh, are you going to get this new job? There's someone else in the world or like or, or hoping for a better tomorrow or thinking about what right. you can do uh, for your neighbor or your or the hopes and fears and dreams that you have. There's yeah. someone else in the world that is having that same exact thing that you're having at the same time. That's and good. so we're so much more connected than we really understand and think. And I thought that both of these stories were very beautiful. Very. Yeah. I thought the OA, the series is very, a lot of times when you binge watch something, you're not yeah. satisfied because you're like, oh, cliffhanger. Right. 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 But right. Right. I felt like it had a very satisfying completion to that segment of a story. I felt oh, good. I felt uplifted. I felt like every time I was watching the show and I was like, oh, this bad thing's going to happen. A bad thing would happen, but a good thing would also happen. Oh, good. That sounds very satisfying. And I think, like, as we move into this new year, you know, I think that, you know, we all, we have such great power to release ourselves from our own personal slavery. And I think that that is Ooh, even... Ooh, I con- like that. You know, Ooh, like, excuse. <laughs> and I think it's even connected to the things that we're ingesting, the mediums that we're taking in. You know, I say... I, right. I said, I said this earlier, hug yourself closer to your own spiritual practices, like, whatever they might be. Oh, I like that. Quiet yeah. the mind... Look towards mindfulness and and feel, look up, smile, connect, 
and enjoy this. James, you're getting real soulful. <laughs> We're supposed to be like talking about butts and poop and stuff. This After, is good. Uh, close, yeah. Well, you know, just enjoy this peace on the earth that we can create with each other and communion with each other. Right. Especially as we have like this ogre thing that's happening. Right. Um, and I, 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 I think- totally agree. Like a bad thing happened, but it's in our power to make good things happen. Yeah. You know? Like, I, let's not dwell in it. Let's let's try and fight towards the good. And yeah, absolutely. And so I I'm I was inspired by these two beautiful stories that I saw at the end of last year that I'm gonna be more mindful in the stories and media that I'm ingesting. Even this uh, on my leisure time, why do I want to surround myself with such negativity and depressing sort of bullshit? Right? Like yeah. it has an effect on us. And I think we're not even mindful and aware of it, you know? Um, so I feel like, you know, for me, it's, it's time to clear up my negativity and empower my life with stories of hope, triumph, connection, prosperity, generosity, and love. So So good. I love it. That's where I am. And that I got, that was from the OA for myself. That was, I need to watch the OA. I have a friend who, and you know, when you have a friend who moved away and then you don't really talk to them that much, but you're still like friends on Instagram and Facebook and you like, like their shit and they like your shit. So yeah. you still are like, yeah, we're friends, but uh, like, 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 you know, yeah. so I have a friend like that who actually worked on the OA. She no does way. prop stuff. Yeah. Ooh. And so she was like, it was one of the most inspiring sets to be on. So that no was even, way. yeah, even Shut down to the level of where people worked on it. I'm it getting chills. Positive. Cause it's really? a, it is a beautiful, cause like thinking about the story, knowing that like the folks mm-hmm. who worked on it had that same experience. Like yeah. it's a, it's a beautiful story. And I think that people aren't used to such a beautiful story being mm-hmm. told we're used to really fucked right. up stories yeah. and that's what we've gotten addicted to and so i think some people are just like caught off guard because it's a beautiful story and it's not like it, it, it's just it's really beautiful and so it's like that's nice go in with an open heart and open mind and 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 get ready to we're gonna reshift our paradigm here that's that's my i goal. love it i've just been looking at scottish titties on outlander i'm sorry what <laughs> Back to titties. You're like, James, this is too serious. And back to your regular scheduled titty programming. Titty, titty, butt, butt. No, every, no I dick. feel like I'm going in line with it where um, oh, okay. Outlander is not. Not like. It's not a negative. Well, so far, I'm only three or four episodes in. It's a oh, very I'm sorry. Beautiful... I was thinking. I was thinking of Highlander. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, that no. time traveling thing? No, no. Where there well, could it is only time be traveling, one? which is interesting. It's a oh. woman who, um, right after World War II ends in 1945, she gets transported back to 1743 Scotland. Oh, damn. Whoops. And she's like navigating the world, and there's like a sexy man. Ooh. And there's like a lot Tell of like, you know, ripped bodices but also like talking about the time period and drinking wine and people think that she's a spy and there's some witch shit it's interesting it's like going along the lines of let me watch something that's not as negative that ha- that's beautiful that is a, a peaceful story but also has a little bit of conflict a little bit of right. danger but it isn't all just based in like heavy over the head negativity absolutely you know? yeah i think mm-hmm. that's beautiful that's great I, I hope we continue to like share more of those sort of you know, stories. It also sounds very thought provoking in, you know, if I'm going to utilize my time to watch some sort of something, I want it, I want to walk away with something, you know, I've been given, yeah. you know, I've been on my documentary kick. I've been obsessed with, 
because I went when I was in England, I went to the British Museum because I was like, because I, I, I want to see all the Egyptian shit and it's all in the British yeah. Museum. Like, I know, it's true. It, they all, they took all that stuff. If you so. go to, if you go to Cairo, you're like, I want to, it's gone. It's all. They're like, go to England. You gotta go you to England. To, you need but to so, go to England. But I've gotten like more and more like obsessed with like e- Egyptian, like, you know, history or whatnot. Because um, it's fascinating as fuck. Yes. And there's just still so much like that we just, like such a cool, like there's so many cultures I feel like that just been like, you know, completely lost. And like the theories on like the Sphinx are fascinating of like, yeah. was it already built there? Like, was it already built there? And like, because it was covered up to like its head in sand twice. And then wow. like some pharaoh like saw it and he like dug underneath. He's like, hey, look at this body here. That- <laughs> And then there's some theories that it was originally a lion and someone just car they carved their face into it. Like there's so many I like put my face. But it's also just <laughs> yeah. But it's also just like where the pyramids also align to different stars and that the pyramids oh, were built yeah. at different sections and times and they actually were like observatories. And that they weren't tombs. Yep. Like they weren't tombs at all. They actually like had other sort of like crazy so cool. functions that we have no idea and that like perhaps like they like they were pointing to a different galaxy you know, far far I away I love it and that like there's just so, so much shit and I'm accepting yes. the fact that we just we don't know and we will not know everything but that's okay Ooh, and uh, part of this other series that I just started watching called The Pyramid Code it's crazy that it actually turns out that the pyramids were actually well there's other theory that they actually were probably just like these giant batteries or essentially like power plants that um, they just understood different things about I don't know I'm not like a scientist or whatnot but like ley lines like if you think about it like the way that we understand physics like it allows us to only see the world in a certain way and that they understood uh, different technologies and that there's certain rocks that can conduct energy and that there were aqueducts that were actually running underneath the pyramids, similar to the same aqueducts that were running underneath uh, Stonehenge. And it's possible that these ancient civilizations that no longer exist today, for whatever reasons, had abilities to generate power. And because if you look at like some of the pyramids and some of like the cuts that were uh, in some of these different statues and things, they were perfectly cut that you couldn't just chisel that away. That they had like, I don't know, whatever they would have had as like lasers or tools to cut. And that like, it's also perhaps that like, the way that we view it is like, oh, they were slaves or whatnot. Well, folks that were building, uh, you know, power plants or, um, you know, anything that we needed as a as a country or culture to survive, like everyone gets involved in that because it's like we need this to survive. And so it's like we have a we're looking at the ancient Egyptian culture through our lens and um, they just they existed for 3000 years. There's a lot of history and things that they possibly knew that we just we just don't know. I mean, there's perfectly cut cylinders. There's hieroglyphs of of light bulbs, people holding light bulbs, helicopters. It's possible that we are looking at hieroglyphs in the wrong way, that we're using like our own alphabet to uh, connect. But it's it's possible that like in the same way that they actually abbreviated a lot of stuff. So like FYI, FAQ, um, like you wouldn't read that as FIA or FAQ. You, it's an abbreviate. It's like a, it's an abbreviation, not an abbreviation, but like you know, it's an acronym. Is that the right word? Whatever. So we're just looking at the lens of of Egyptian culture through possibly the wrong lens, and they were probably like ahead of their time. Like, well, obviously, because we still can't build a pyramid the way that they have built it. I love that. I love the fact that there's so many layers. It's just like how um, rock formation is. Each layer is a totally different time period with its own rich cultural history that we may know some of it, but not the whole picture. Right, and that's why they got the geologists involved too into like Egypt and stuff, 
and they were like, yeah. oh, well, look at this. Like, there used to be a river that was flowing right here by the Sphinx. This is, like, water erosion. Like, cool. so... And, like, the Nile was actually, like, closer to the pyramids, because why the fuck would you build something so far away? It used to be closer, and, like, it was oh, a yeah, more that's tropical... Yeah, it was more of a mm-hmm. tropical paradise over there. Just crazy, crazy shit. It's cool. That, like, so cool. fuck you colonializers who got rid of all like that's what they did they got in and they just like destroyed everyone's history and shit and it's the same thing with um i mean granted i feel kind of weird promoting outland uh, um outlander because it's like you know no diversity but still (laughs) it shows like the first ricochet of colonizing like scottish traditions and pagan history was completely taken over by British Christian stories, you know? Like, um, fucking Yule. Christmas and Yule are two separate things, but Christmas overtook Yule. And, like, that was one of the first cultures to be absorbed by it, and they fought against it. So it's, like... It's all over. Everybody's affected by this shit. It's funny that you say that, because I was actually going to do an episode Christmas in July about yeah. the history the history of christmas but i think i'm just gonna dip my toe into it right now um yeah but the history that's of Christ- a long preparation <laughs> just gotta get these episodes ready to go back <laughs> get that research now but you're so right because actually like the history of like christmas the history of christmas is insane if, like yeah it actually like they so when christianity was coming over because they there was always been like a winter celebration um, right in winter like, solstice a winter solstice and like what would happen is because it would be so dark and it would be like the end of the year and people would have to like eat and drink as much as they could before the right. end of the year was happening and it would actually be just a, a week-long time of like drunken debauchery and just like crazy ass like dionysus yeah. type like they went for basically it. Par- keep yourself happy while shit sucks outside and they, par- <laughs> they they partied they drank they had sex it was just fucking like crazy and so then the Christ- christianity was coming and they accidentally used to celebrate easter and they right. were like, well, we need to have like a birthday for Jesus. And so then they were like, <laughs> well, let's put it around here in this time. And there's so many cultures that have, like we were saying, celebrations around like the winter time. So then they right. were like, wait, look, pagans. No, you can do Christianity. Look, we've got this other celebration. It's Christmas. And so then they were like, oh, okay. But then what happened yeah. is that Christmas then became this like drunken debauchery of a holiday. <laughs> and the peasants used to go up. They used to go up to all the rich people and demand to be fed. And like they yes. would like riot. They would riot so and they'd be like, good. feed us. And they would like be at their houses and like just drink and debauchery. So much, in fact, that when the pilgrims came over to the US, yeah. they, outlawed, they outlawed Christmas. Because they was- weren't having it. They're like, we need to tone this down. No, but and they, because Christmas was associated with just debauchery. Right. And. And it's only really recently with like the like with Charles Dickens like novels and stuff where he right. sort of rewrote Christmas that Christmas is actually like our new traditions that we have over Christmas actually right. just come from like stories from like Charles Dickens novels that Fucking we literally bullshit. and that's when it started like it was only like last 100 years that it started to become like I uh, a, a holiday around family and like cause it wasn't originally it like, was just like get fucking drunk it yes. was New Year's it was New it, Year's basically it, it, it was the 12 days of just like fucking <laughs> nasty nasty <laughs> 12 days of nasty and so I was inspired by that so when I was in England I went to a very debauchery nightclub <laughs> dance party 
I was like, I'm getting back to the roots of you. I like how you legitimize your partying. You're like, oh, I'm just getting, I'm doing pagan ritual right now. Getting back to Shut the up. roots of this tradition. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Huh, okay. Well, it. let's take this uh, momentum and let's get over to you. Let's get over yeah, to Yeah, let's go list. to my corner. All right. This time, James used a burp to count me in. <laughs> I scare myself sometimes. It's classic. Okay, I'm excited for your list. Huh? List me up. Oh, okay. List me up, baby. All right. So, going along the track of our positivity intro, basically. Positivity, mm. debauchery, whatever. So, okay. I feel like we always get this question. We're always asked about this. We're always like, what can I do to help to solve this issue? And I think one of our biggest problems, because I read this whole thing about Dylan Roof and, you know, the guy who shot up the uh, um, the black church. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how he basically was just like a casual racist. And then he like went on the Internet, fell down a fucking white supremacist hole and then decided to shoot up a bunch of black people. So interesting. This could have been probably prevented. This could have been prevented. And I'm saying this because all of us, mostly I'm pointing to people who have family members because lately I've been, I've been kind of hanging out with people that have been like, yeah, my uncle voted for Trump or like, Oh my blah, blah, blah. Like they're, we all are surrounded by people that are that are casually racist. Let's just let's just say it. There is someone either in your family, either in your friend circle, at work, um, passerby has said something. Someone you met at a bar. Met at a bar. There are people that we constantly encounter that say things that just toe the line of unacceptable to just being race to being fully unacceptable, but. I feel like instead of being passive towards it in this new year, we need to combat against it because what everybody, okay. So I made up this list mostly because I was inspired by, um, things that my friends have said to other people, things that I've said to other people, family members have said to other people, my husband has said to other people. Um, and I really want to commend the people who are doing the groundwork for this. It is, Really something that we can all easily do to prevent Dylan Wolf roofs from falling through the 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 white rabbit hole on the Internet yeah, and then right. turning into full blown militant um, terrorists. Terrorist. Yeah. Yeah. And these things can easily be done. So. Yeah. Awesome. I have 10 and a bonus extra at the end. Whoa! I know. I <laughs> we know. got a bonus! I did this. Okay. Yes. So the first one is called Point Out Phony Statistics. This is a big one. And as a librarian, we, we all know this is like the buzzword now is fake news. That's all over the internet. But a lot of people still think that their fake news is real news. And <laughs> that comes into the fact of statistics. Um, mm. A lot of times people will... In, Less so with people of color, but um, if you if you're a white person and you find yourself in a conversation with another white person and they say something to the fact of, well, look at the prison system. There's an equal number of black people to white people that are in the prison system. What you need to do is simple. <laughs> you don't you don't just go no. I don't think you're right. You go no. 
look at the population of the United States. There's only 12% black people in the United States. Clearly, black people are being targeted more and being sent to prison yeah. more than white people for the same crimes. It's simple as that. That's all you have to yeah. do. I love that statistic because in the same, I that statistic in the one about like, you know, the average household income of like blacks compared to like whites, mm-hmm. right? Because like either in both of those cases, either something is wrong with the system or if you just believe that things are like, well, you know, black people are just more violent and just don't make as much money. That's racist. Yes. So it's like, so either there's something wrong with the system or you think that or you're racist. Or you think that there's a population of people that are disproportionately that act a certain way when we all yes. know that race is a construct. Right. Even though we yes. we all it's real, we all apply to it, we all adhere to right. it. That's what makes it real, but honestly, we're all mixed up, we're all different. We're all not, you know, it's stupid to think that one group of people act a certain way more than another. Right. So, and I'm not saying to be combative. No. You want to just place this in a normal conversation. You're, you're normalizing anti-racism. So, Mm. which I'll point, I'll get to a little bit later. Number two, be matter of fact, stick to the point. Don't be cute. A lot of times when people are trying to be like, oh, I heard that black men have bigger dicks. Like, don't don't be cute. Be matter of fact. Shut it down. Just answer mm-hmm. them normally and go, no, I don't think that's true. No, shut that's it down. not true. Really simple. Right. No. Just shut it down. Be matter of fact. Don't be don't be upset. Don't be angry. But just tr- treat it with just like say, no, that's not true. No. Mm. I like that. I last that you're like you know it's because these are very can be triggering. So I think what you're you're also saying is like not letting your emotions get the best of you in these situations, right? Which can be challenging. It's challenging. Um, I I know that it's hard to do, and the easiest thing to do is to shut down. But these this is a time now where a lot of these emotions we're in a tricky, tricky time right now. And the reason that I'm bringing up this list is that a lot of people are going to be towing with racism because they feel emboldened by who was elected president. So this is the time to stand your ground. And especially because it's it's a small minority. It's just 17 percent of the U.S. voted for the ogre. mm -hmm. That's a tiny amount of people. Okay, number three. Point out the positive. If someone states that they don't understand a person's culture, um, point out the positive aspects of it. Um, Recently in Fremont, there's been a huge influx of Indian people from India coming in. And a lot of people who aren't used to it or are scared or whatever are like, oh, I don't understand it. This is crazy. You know what? I was once in a conversation and you know what I said? I go, I love Indian food. It's delicious. Have you tried it? Fremont has the best Indian food outside of India. It's been a proven fact. You were lucky to be exposed to this. Um, catch a catch a person where they can understand it because basically the the anger comes from fear. They don't understand. Mm. They don't get it. So you want to connect to things that people get, and usually it's food. Let's be honest. <laughs> we're, we all true. like to eat, and it 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 makes people seem less other and more like people. We're just all people. So point Mm -hmm. out the positive go. And it may seem a little patronizing, but remember you're trying to meet this person and bring them over to the light side. (laughs) 
you know? Yeah, because it sounds like these people, if you're engaging with them, are not necessarily lost causes like my, you know... Right, not like your troll. Tr- my, my, my gay for Trump troll that yeah. I finally, you know... Yeah, no. I'm talking off, about that right? tricky, tricky group of people that are just right teeter-tottering in the middle that you might mm-hmm. be able to push over into the positive side because they've been hearing negative things on Fox or whatever, you know? Absolutely, yeah. So stick to the positive. Be positive. Point out positive aspects when somebody's having some question or doubt. Don't just be like, you're being racist. Be like, well, <laughs> <laughs> you can think in your head, ooh, that's racist. You could go, ooh, but let me just try go. and convince you, like, you know what? Let's, let's steer away from that, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Four, don't ignore. Let's say you're in a position where you don't have any retorts. You're like, oh, I'm triggered. I don't feel good about this. I don't know what to say to this. I'm I'm uncomfortable or I'm scared, you know, mm-hmm. all valid mm-hmm. ways to feel. But don't shut down. Don't let it go unanswered. The most what you can do is frown, make a um, make a noise, be like, ugh. Um, or say, you know what, that's not cool. Or say, that makes me feel uncomfortable, you know? Mm -hmm. And at least, at the very least, that tells the person that you're not going to put up with what they're saying. And it tells them, like, ooh, maybe I'm saying something wrong, you know? Right. I've also found um, asking questions Mm -hmm. toward a teasing something out is also a way of, like, because it's not necessarily combat. Oh, that's interesting. Tell me more about that. Or Or why do you think that? Or why do you feel... Why are you... Why are you so angry yeah. about that? Or why does why does that upset you so much that this group is doing that? Or where is that coming from? That's you when know? you're more comfortable too, I would say. I would say frowning mm-hmm. and making a noise and saying I'm uncomfortable, that's not cool, is when you are triggered, when you don't when you just mm. want to shut it down but let them know that it's not good. But if you're comfortable, mm. if you're not feeling triggered, if you're not feeling um, you know, upset by it, definitely I'd tease it out. Like you said. Yeah. Because I, I have found, like, because, uh, like, you know, that's something that I've learned from my therapist. Like, just asking questions and being more curious is, is a is a way that can be a lot less combat- combative. Totally. If you just kind of approach things from, like, a sort of curiosity, a place of just curiosity. And, like, you don't need to, like, get to any conclusion. You can even just go, like, hmm, okay. But you kind of just made that person have to think more. Because a lot of times right. people are just so used to just popping out their things that they're hearing from Fox News or seeing on, like, right. their Facebook feed. Yeah. But then you have to, like, ask them, like, a follow-up question. They're like, oh, well, because... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I love just, that. Just I think like, that that's ex- excellent. I'm, I'm also, like... A little worse, you know, like when you have a boss saying something fucked up, you know, you want to be able to let them know that it's not right. But I don't want people losing their jobs. Well, go definitely go to HR. In yeah, that case. go to like, HR. No, I am so dead serious because my, my brother, my brother had a, 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 an issue with the chief of the fire department in in Fairfield Sassoon, and he had said something very off the mark. Uh, shortly after uh, What's-His-Face had... Oh, let's see. Who was it? I, there's been so many. Maybe it was Eric Garner. Yeah. Um, and my brother, like, could have just said nothing and said, like, he got everyone to call right. the chief of police's boss. Right. And made, like, a... And, you know... But, you know, I'm um, not saying don't say anything. That's what I'm... Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's totally. the That's the worst possible thing. Ignoring in complacency is just like agreeing. Yeah, it just normalizes mm-hmm. it. Okay, number five. Um, answer joking questions with seriousness. 
if somebody has like a joking like oh I don't even know. Like, I don't want to be racist and say something, but like... Uh, but if they're like, oh, all Irish people love potatoes. Yeah, just say no, they don't. And in fact, the potato famine was something very serious that happened. I mean, you... like That's a good example. Yeah, exactly. I, it kind of makes you a buzzkill, but I'm sorry, racism is the biggest, is the most ultimate buzzkill. So yeah. just, if there's a joke... Shut it down. That's all you need to do. And then all you got to do is change the subject after that. Like, just say, don't do that. Here's the truth. Moving on. You know? Yeah. Okay. Um, number six. Continue to point out how racist, how racist statements are not true. This is for somebody that might be closer to you. Like, um, someone that you see on a regular basis. A family member, a friend, a coworker. If they said something stupid... And you call them on it already, and then you're hanging out a couple days later, and then you notice something that combats that, point it out. Don't just pretend it never happened. <laughs> keep keep reinforcing it. Go, hey, remember how um, you didn't believe me that women were paid less than men in the workplace? Look at this statistic right here. <laughs> like I've just noticed. There it is. I'm, po- yeah. I'm continuing to point it out to you because the conversation is not over. Like, that right. is something, and it's just, keep it light. Just go, oh, hey, remember when we were talking about um, this? Here's another example of it. Don't let... Um, a good example pass you by when you can present it to this person on a platter. Just reinforcing that casual racism is racism and it's not acceptable. Yep. Number seven, acknowledge a microaggression. Like literally say, that's a microaggression. (laughs) If somebody goes, (laughs) hey, Ineke, I didn't know that black people could, could get tan. Say, oh, well, that's a microaggression, and that's untrue. (laughs) And if they go, well, what's a microaggression? You go, well, then you explain what a microaggression is. You say it's the little tiny comments that come to people of color and other minority groups that we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis that that are seen as innocuous but actually deflate the soul. By pointing out a microaggression, by using the term, it puts a name to something that seems like it's just a toss away comment. If somebody goes, yeah. Oh, you speak so well for a black person go, that's a microaggression. That's a microaggression. <laughs> well, I love that. Cause there's also something in, I uh, Buddhist practices. What you do is you just, your awareness is huge. So you're just yeah. calling attention and bringing awareness to something of like, like sometimes like, I like, Oh, I'm having a judgmental thought right now. Mm, okay. That's interesting. Like it just calls attention to it. It yes. allows me to not be plagued with a judgmental thought. Like some people just don't know what it is that they're doing right. is affecting someone until or, or negative until someone says it. So true. So if true. you see something, say something. <laughs> okay. Number eight, everybody's talking about how we're afraid that we're normalizing the alt-right movement. So I say we need to normalize anti-racism. How Mm. do you do that? Let's say, take your casual racist to see hidden figures. You know? Yeah. If you're sitting and watching a TV, turn the channel to maybe a show with diverse characters. You don't have to point it out. Just have them there. Have them watch it. Point out people that are making a difference um, without being like, look at this Asian person making a difference. Just go look at this person. They're making a difference. Normalizing yeah. diversity is the anti-normalizing the alt-right. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
talk about things that are changing in a positive light. Like, casually just say, like, oh, did you hear that the army is now allowing soldiers to wear hijabs and other religious items? Just bring it up as normal conversation like you would about, like, oh, did you see Mariah Carey fuck up her lyrics on her song? Like, it is time to just talk about these things. Don't be afraid to talk about these issues because they're, they're topics that are just as good as negative topics, you know? Talk about totally. those positive things. We're normalizing it. Especially because you see so much negativity in the news as there mm-hmm. is. So it's great to see the positive things that are happening as exactly. well. Exactly. And it combats all the negative push that a lot of these sh- shock channels like CNN and Fox are doing. Yeah. Number 10. And just like what you said before, you actually did a little preview. Oopsie. No, it's good. Peek-a-boo. Point out when you say something or think something racist. Mm-hmm. You go, oh... That was racist. I shouldn't, you know, it basically tells the casual racist that we're not all perfect mm-hmm. and that we, it's all a struggle that we're going through and that we all need to work through. And by naming it, it shows that it is a problem and that we're all working through it, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. A lot of times people get defensive because they're like, oh, you think that you're better than me because blah, blah, blah. No, we're like, you can secretly think that you're better than a racist. That's fine. Yeah. But, it's a it's a struggle that we're all working through, you Absolutely. know? Yeah, no, totally. Um, I mean, it's all working towards sort of deconstructing all of these, you know, made up things. Right. <laughs> in an effort to then just really just sort of get along and coexist and live sort of, you know, peacefully. And I think these are all great I- items that are um, things that people can just get into the habit of doing. Right. Um, for some of us, they come a little bit easier. Right. Um, some of us, we, we, they don't, but I tell you, you just get into practice of it and right. you, you get damn good. And that's the I thing. Know. The only reason that some of us are, it's easier for some of us is that it's because it's been our life and it's been our experience. We're just practiced in it. And the more you do it, the easier it comes and the more natural it becomes. And absolutely, it's just the way you live your life. Um, Extra bonus point. And Extra actually, bonus point. I have another one, too, that actually happened to me that was, like, really good. Another extra yeah. bonus point is point out the systems, not the individual, too. Mm. Um, point out, go, oh, hey, look at all these magazine covers. How many have, like, a person of color on it? Or, wow, I didn't really watch. I once told somebody, I was like, I didn't really watch Friends because it didn't have any people of color on it. And they were shocked. But you know what? That's something that just people need to know. Had that same moment in England. They love friends. And there's this young... I uh, had set, had Christmas with this young... I uh, This young gay black guy. He was maybe like 23 or whatnot. And we were playing yeah. charades or something. And he was... Something was like, like, oh, it's like in Friends or something. And I'm just like... And he was like... He was... Yeah. And I was like, uh, I don't watch Friends. It didn't have, you know any black people in it and they were just sort of like mind blown right exactly Um, when you point that out it points out the problem and then here's my extra bonus point i have to give yeah 
I also just I love like well also just like pointing out the systems I can even see it in the larger picture of yeah. like when you are combat combating racism. Right. It's sort of like it's like and it's same thing like in a relationship. I'm not upset with you like if there's a problem in a relationship, it's not that you're upset with the other person. You're upset with the problem and how right. do we address the problem? Exactly. So it's even a way to effectively combat someone that it's like I'm not argue, I'm not upset with you in this racist thing that you said. I'm actually finding the way to approach it from I'm you're fighting the institutions of it. Right. And so pointing it of like, Oh, I'm talking in the broader standpoint, as opposed to making it so personal to the other person, which would then cause them to shut down. Exactly. Exactly. Because we don't want people to shut down. We want people to be open for a dialogue. Cause that's where change yeah. comes from. Mm-hmm. So this is take advantage of, um, if you have a moment where you can say something, um, to someone, say it and i mean i guess the best way to explain this is through an interaction that i had over the christmas break yeah i went to um nordstrom rack and (laughs) i was shopping there and they had um these this underwear that's really popular right now is calvin klein underwear where it's Mm. like you know like regular it's old school 90s where it like has the band across the top that says calvin klein oh yeah 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 and so they had it for hella cheap at Nordstrom Rack. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to buy some of these. Because I saw some at Anthropology and it was hella expensive. So I went up to the cash register and we were having a, like a good conversation. It was this um, young man who might have been non-binary. I don't want to make assumptions. I'm just, you know, throwing it out there. And um, we were talking. And the cashier, I was... We were talking about like my these earrings that I bought and just really nice, friendly conversation. And I was like, well, this is really exciting that I get to get this underwear for cheap because I saw it was super expensive over at Anthropology. The cashier then goes very friendly, very awesome, goes, well, good. I'm glad that you're buying it here because Anthropology, the head of Anthropology donates monies to anti LGBTQ associations. And I go, mm-hmm. oh, really? I didn't know that. And the cashier goes, yes, don't spend your money with anthropology. And I was like, wow, same with free people and urban outfitters. And the cashier goes, yep, same corporation, same grouping. And that simple as that end transaction. Do you want your receipt in the bag? No, thanks. And I left casual, easy activism done in a beautiful, simple way. So I just want to take a page from that cashier's book by by doing that myself with the public and just something as simple and easy as that can take you so far. You know, you never yeah. know who you're going to mm-hmm. affect by just something simple that you've said. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's beautiful. Thanks for this list, Aneke. Take us into the, the new year of, you know, we got shit to do. Put your boots on. We got shit to do. Three of you enter a cave of a big red dragon and is standing over a hoard of precious golden rubies. And he says, what do you do, adventures? I'm a dragon man. I cast fire on him. It's very good. I address the red dragon to say, us, we're the hosts of The Adventure Zone, a podcast about family playing Dungeons and Dragons. Very good synergy. Commit to the bit. I, I, <laughs> I roll to charm new listeners. 
It is very effective <laughs> against all odds. Everybody, we're the Macroids. We host the Adventure Zones, a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons together. It's a comedy podcast. We don't take the rules too seriously because there's a lot of them and we did not take the time to learn them. Maybe listen to us. We come out every other Thursday on the Maximum Fun Network. You can find us on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. I think this promo is a critical hit. <laughs> Sing this together. I didn't know when you were starting. Minority corner, corner. Anything. Anything. Ooh. Anything. Ask us anything. <laughs> we didn't have a sound check for this one, y'all. Hey, we didn't you have know a what? sound check. We did a better Don't job just... than Mariah Carey. Love you, Mariah Carey. <laughs> Don't I deserve a holiday too? <laughs> It's my favorite quote. Like, that's why she didn't go to rehearsal. Don't I deserve a she holiday? She deserves a holiday. <laughs> so good. All right. So we have our Ask Minority Corner any, anything. And yes. let's uh, let's just jump right into it. Okay. Hi, Aneke and James. This is Jacob C. McDonald from Clinton, Massachusetts, calling in to find out what your thoughts and advice might be for someone who presents or reads differently than they identify particularly when the identity they seem to present with carries privilege with it. Uh, For example, and for context, I am a first-generation Korean-American on my mother's side, but I look 100% white. I've got the blonde hair and blue eyes. Um, I am non-binary, but I read as masculine in most circumstances for a number of reasons. I'm just wondering what your thoughts would be on that. Thanks very much. Bye. Okay. Awesome! Thank you for that. That's great. Jacob, that's great. There's a there's a lot uh to to sort of dive into here. I think first and foremost, I say awesome to you that that you have the awareness or that you even sort of care. And I guess I say this because, I mean, some people who pass, if they can pass, they just pass. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> And, they and they're not it, acknowledging their privilege either. They're like, this is nope, mine. This is Thank me. You. And they're just like, oh, this is how life is, right? Um, mm-hmm. I can think about this for even, you know, LGBT folks specifically, um, mm-hmm. like uh, like white LGBT men who pass, mm-hmm. um, live a very different sort of experience, and they don't even sort of check their privilege. So I think, mm-hmm. like, I think it's, I commend you that you are wanting to even check your check your privilege and sort of right. like, unpack that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I think that there's like several things. There's like I, 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 I'm like, oh man, this is awesome. We have someone on the inside. Yes, I feel exactly the same way. <laughs> so it's like you could be our little like you know you are our our own minority corner rebel or just like not like, yeah. stealing it just for us. You are your own rogue one. Uh, <laughs> you're the new hope because people will like literally center themselves around Aneke and I and because we're black and because people will see us like oh here's a black person I can't say that around them and so it's like I think it goes back to like your list that you had right I think goes perfectly into these sort of things that you can do because you are possibly able to um be on the inside and also like my heart goes out to you because yeah. I can't imagine how frustrating and challenging that must be too exactly. because you're like hey I am not who you think I am like that. Like I am. And so it's like, I can't, I, so my heart goes out to you. I imagine the journey 
that you've had to get to where you are and to be able to full, full, um, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but so, um, I commend you for that. Know that like people support you and love you and appreciate you for, for you. Right. And you own every inch of your own identity. Right. You own that. Like I empower you to, to, to own that. Um, wave that flag if you need to. Yes. Like you are, even if you like, find your ways to connect with the parts of you that may not be present, you know, um, connect with your, you are Korean, connect with being Korean American. You are non-binary, connect with how you feel, you know, connect with people who are also identifying as non-binary. Also acknowledge those aspects of yourself and then bring that into the community that normally wouldn't see it. You're going to encounter a lot more casual racism than the rest of us. So use those Mm -hmm. tactics that we are talking about to be a force of change. You are the privilege that we need to, cause you ignore, yeah. you know? Well, and it's like, and it's, it's, and I guess like, it's sort of like reframing it. Cause it's, it's a beautiful gift that you can get on, on the inside that even like, I think like I, we all have to acknowledge like our privilege. Like I acknowledge my privilege as a man. And so it's mm-hmm. like, I hear some dude, some straight dude who I'm hanging out with say some sexist shit. I call him on it. He thought I was just, you know, one of my, the dudes swinging my dick out. <laughs> and if we're doing that, we're probably doing Where some are you shit. in the scenario? <laughs> Sometimes straight dudes love just to hang out and swing their just dicks around. Just hang out dicks out. <laughs> hang out dicks out. Can I get that on a pillow? Yeah. I want that embroidered on a pillow for grandma's house. Um, But yeah, like I, I would say like... Uh, like it seems like you're in a really good place of of your your identity and and right. acceptance of yourself. So it's like I think that you're in a place. It sounds like it to do something powerful with it. And so it's like exactly. It sounds like we're we're empowering you to to um, I guess use the things on the list and 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 call people out on shit. Also let them know like sometimes you might have to speak out and just be like, hey, nope, this is my identity. Right. This is who I am. Yes. Um, and, and use to your experience with that. And also don't let, like, if there's any other communities who maybe, like, they're like, you know, oh, you're not, you know, if there's anybody who's like, oh, you're not Korean enough or whatever, it's like, you know, fuck that mess. Yeah, tell them to shut the fuck up because that's some bullshit. Yeah, or if they're like, oh, well, you don't seem like, uh uh-uh, because Mm -hmm. your identity means what it means for you and no one can tell you what that means except for you. It's so true. and, And there's there's more to any community than just the bullet points that everyone is, you know, seen through media, which is controlled by straight white dudes anyways, who mm-hmm. have a very microscopic idea of what any culture outside of theirs truly really is. They So true. They have a much more like archaeological or like, you know, like weird <laughs> fetishization. Yeah, anthro- anthropological where they're like viewing it from afar and not truly yeah. understanding it. Yeah. And a collector. It's just a really gross Ew. Yes. sort of way. <laughs> An idea, right? Like, not to go off on too much of a tangent, but I got into this fight with this British guy at this pub, or this, it was like this gay bar or whatever. My friend and I, Marisa, shout out to you. um, Shout out. We were talking about, you know, I. we were just talking about like I uh, the benefits to self care, and then I started talking about like uh, you know therapy or whatnot. And he kind of, without knowing anything about therapy, was like, "Oh, that's just a very American thing," or like, "Oh God, what was like, oh, that's just a very American thing, love." <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> but like, I also like this guy. Like, he's a white British guy, and he has like like his 
boyfriend from Dubai, this like young oh my God. Dubai, like and like he travels the world, and I'm just like you just sort of collected this like you know, and I'm sure you guys are in love, whatever, but but like just not really understanding that there's certain groups of people that need therapy and so i also yeah, like like not acknowledging the other experiences in the world yeah i was trying to explain to him as like as a gay black man like therapy has been a life saving mm-hmm. thing for me to live my existence in america and acknowledging that like you don't understand or you don't even know so also i jacob i also if you if you not saying that you need therapy but you know everybody needs therapy so if you haven't it's gone nice to talk to someone nice to talk to someone so i recommend that as well um because you're going to probably be here you hear some crazy shit I'm sure you hear some crazy shit and you need to like, you know, have a space to be able to like unpack that and develop. Right. Yeah. You just, I don't want you to internalize the world, Jacob. Like you got to be able to, you're going to hear a bunch of things like James is saying, you need that outlet. And sometimes a professional, some, a lot of times a professional is better than a friend. Hell yeah, because your friend has their own crazy bias, and they've not seen a professional either, so they're just as crazy and fucked up. So, like, you don't need their crazy marrying onto your crazy, and it just creates ultra fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Keep being you. Keep being our... I feel like we got our little spy connection. Like you're I like, love it. <laughs> so Thank you for go. listening. Thank you for and- listening and acknowledging your privilege and just keep doing you. Keep pushing forward. Um, you, you got this. Yes. So good. And if you want to... If you have an Ask Minority Corner question, please send it. Record it on your phone, on your voice memos. And you can directly email it from that point if you have a smartphone um, to minoritycorner with a K at gmail.com. Woo! Yay! Do it. <laughs> Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at maxfunstore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? Maxfunstore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours. did it another episode for the books a classic books, one you, i think this we, is a classic episode this is a this is uh cla- this is the one that they'll they'll be talking about for the ages this will win us our emmy that when they <laughs> this one will that when they when they find like three thousand years from now and they find the ancient civilization of america and yeah. the only thing that is left is the minority corner podcast yes. they're gonna think that we are we're like you know we were the aristotle of our you know generation i'm into it i kind i love it let's be the aristotle of our generation that's heavy shoes to put on (laughs) but no (laughs) is it because here's my thing you only the only records that we have are the ones that we found it could have been that at that time, like all these like Sophocles yeah. and Aristotle could have just been like shock jocks, the Ann Coulter's yeah, of their world. You bring up a good point. <laughs> it's true. History is made up of the only people that are left and that it's we so can true. find. Like it could be that 3000 years from now, they're like Oprah Winfrey was a, god. a goddess. <laughs> Her face was everywhere. Or like they go to Mount Rushmore and they're like, these were their, you know, like know. giants or gods. You never or, like, know. 
Or they find out all of our Marvel movies and they're like, these were their gods that they worshipped oh and they God. saved the world in civil war. You know, like it could. Well, I'm glad I'm going to be dead so I won't have to watch them misinterpret Everything. how we lived our Because lives. maybe that's what happened with like the Greeks that like, those were just fun yeah. stories. They weren't actually gods. It was just like, they're fun stories. And we're like, oh, we these were their know. gods. They prayed to them. We never know. They were just, you know. I mean, we just found out recently that all of their sculptures weren't white. They were like painted hella tackily. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. See? We just don't even know. Don't even know. We don't even know. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, y'all. Goodbye. Yes, thank you, guys. Oh. <laughs> There's more. Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> What were you going to say? I almost, no, I just said, thanks for tuning in. Goodbye. Oh, wait, there's a closing. Oh, (laughs) I just want to do like a, you know, you guys need to follow us on Twitter. Get involved in the conversation. Twitter, Minority Corner with a K. Facebook, Minority Corner with a K. Also, don't remember to rate us on iTunes. Oh, yeah, we love those. And that's going to help, you know, don't be, don't be greedy with Minority Corner, y'all. We need, you know, Mm -hmm. more people need to get up into the corner. It's so true. Don't be going... Don't be that way. <laughs> and uh, we just really appreciate y'all continuing on listening. We just, we, we, uh, I'm always just so grateful to come back to you all. And I love that y'all are here listening. I know Ineke feels the same way. So true. All right. So keep that new year rolling and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, sexy bitches. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.